sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Game Time Decision. I'm the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, along with my buddy George Kurtz. Today, we'll break it down today. We got some baseball games, a fantastic weekend in sports, everybody. Colin Morikawa, the 23-year-old, winning the PGA Championship in dramatic fashion, absolutely stunning the world there. Dustin Johnson not getting it done. We got the NHL Draft Lottery coming up. We got baseball action, NBA in the afternoon. We got another NBA game coming up at 6.30. Bucks and the Toronto Raptors, two of the heavyweights in the Eastern Conference right Right now, Milwaukee laying 6, 227 is the total on FanDuel. We'll talk is the Greek freak not playing for Milwaukee. Interesting, Toronto's already locked up the two seed there, so we'll see what happens there. Not weird, weird line movement, even though, uh, you know, Milwaukee has uh, missing their best player. We got uh, an interesting, big, big, juicy line in that game. And joining me, we will break down the baseball action to a game that goes off in a couple minutes and later on at 7 o'clock, all the action on in-game live. George Kurtz, everybody. George Kurtz. And the good news is he's got power. And Popeye's chicken from the family, George, doing better than me. Yeah, uh, power returned after about, I don't know, 130 hours without it, somewhere around 140. Returned about three hours ago. Whoopee, I have air conditioning. Yay. The Popeye's nice. chicken was just a tease, Cam. I can smell the chicken, <laughs> but I can't eat it for like two more hours. You know, so it's, they just, my kids came up from the beach with my wife a couple of oh, nice. about 20 minutes ago. So I was like, great. Here's your chicken. Oh, thanks. What am I going to do with it? So uh, nice. yeah, I'll be counting down a couple so of pieces. If you could, if you could do it in three minutes, George, between breaks, I guess you can get in there oh, yeah, like kind of like a good. duck. <laughs> That's what uh, I, I do. I was told me That's some, something left. Okay. <laughs> and anyone the kids knows, man. Kids eat everything. I am praying. Listen, can I just have a couple of pieces? two pieces? That's all I want. Two pieces. I can smell it. Don't tease me and eat it all. Marenzi knows too, like, and Yang and these guys, they know like what I'm doing in the break sometimes. Like, they hear beep, beep, beep. They go, hey, Cam, do you got a beef patty in the microwave? I go, yeah, I do. <laughs> How'd you guys know? I guess I'm, I'm not really hiding it very well. But anyway, George, crazy uh, news in sports too, a lot of breaking stories. I just wanted to get your take too. Another series with the Cardinals and Tigers. This is just breaking. We know the, uh, the Tigers and the Cardinals. The Cardinals have had real problems. They were stuck in Milwaukee at the hotel, and now these games. What's your take on this situation, George? We have 60 baseball games. We talked about this before. It's getting a little bit scary uh, with these clubs. You know, I, I know it, not all the teams have it, but the St. Louis situation, it's affecting other teams, and it's like a domino effect. It is. I, I don't know how every team is going to play 60 games, specifically the Cardinals. All right, they do. They are. I think they were scheduled to make about six of the games they missed before the, the weekend went away. And now this three-game series against the Pirates went away. And now the doubleheader against Detroit goes away on Thursday. I don't see any way they can play all these games in what the next forty-eight days, give or take. Right? I mean, baseball wants to end the series, end the season on August twenty-seventh, uh, September twenty-seventh. I'm sorry. So I don't see any way that can possibly happen. I can see this, Cam. Maybe if this hits another team or two. You know, we keep having more games missed. MLB is going to have to say, you know what? We're going to play an extra week to make up all these games. There are a lot of doubleheaders for the Cardinals, but that's, this is how we'll make yeah. up all the games because the Cardinals need to play. The Tigers need to play. The Pirates need to play. Cubs need to play. Any other teams that this happens to. I mean, does anybody truly believe this is not going to happen anymore? That come Friday, 
all 30 teams are going to play every day for the rest of the season. I find that to be wishful thinking. It's going to happen again. I, so I, I don't agree. see any way this season, not, if they want to play 60 games apiece, I don't see any way it can end September 27th. Excellent point. No, they're going to have to stretch out the schedule, Georgian. There was no date in, like, that's the date in place, but you have to believe. You have to believe that with all the still, the rainouts, the COVID situation, the double headers that we have now, and all the other stuff, there is no absolute way we can do this without extending it. And I think, George, you should run for commissioner of Major League Baseball because you got answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome, radio. I'm Cam Stewart, the Raging Redhead, along with my buddy George Kurtz. This is Game Time Decisions, getting you ready for the betting board tonight. And George and I will be on the show at 6 to 7. And then at 7 to 8, we do in-game live for all you betters out there. Big baseball card tonight. We got some NBA action. And, George, before the end of the show, too, we got to go through these hockey series. Right now, it's the draft lottery, but uh, the playoff games are in there. A lot of interesting stuff's uh, happening. I think the West is pretty chalky, where I don't see many upsets. But in the East... I'm starting to think we could see some upsets. And uh, your Islanders, Barry Trotz against his other team, is something that caught my eye on the betting board that I'm looking at. I also think Carolina could be live against Boston. I get it. Boston's a damn good team, and they just played the seeding games. But I think Carolina is very, very live and a dangerous club, George. I think the East, we can have a little, a few more upsets. And I wouldn't even count out Columbus against Tampa Bay. It'll be tough, but they beat them before. There are a lot of injuries in the Eastern Conference teams that we don't know about. You just mentioned Tampa Bay. Is Stamkos yep. going to play? When is he going to play? Victor Hedman, was, who was a huge, best defenseman, he injured an ankle in the second game of the round robin. Is he going to play? You know they're not going to tell us, right? They're not. They state secrets yeah. and all here. What about Hamilton for Carolina? Is he going to be ready to play here? I wonder if he'll be up. The Boston Bruins slept through the round robin. They didn't care. Because they had injuries coming into it. Marshawn was banged up. Rask was banged up. I think they just want to survive and get through to the next round here. We, they didn't care about the round round. We don't care who we play. We just got to get healthy here. Patch already for Vegas is banged up here. There's so many injuries here. John Carlson for the Capitals. Right, he's the equivalent of Victor Hedman. He also didn't play in the round robin. They, they think he will play against the Islanders. But what percentage will he be at, Cam? Will it be three quarters, 50, 100? I find it unlikely that it'll be 100. But we'll see what happens here. I think injuries are going to determine this. Or, or the, I shouldn't say injuries, but I think most of these guys will play with the exception of maybe Stamkos. But will they be themselves? Or will they be actually a liability on the ice? I'm very curious to see how this works out. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, George. I'm, I'm, I've already pulled the trigger on Carolina. Uh, I, I think the West, like, I, I, there's no way that Chicago can beat Vegas. I just think Chicago was nice against Edmonton. Now you're playing a real team. Coyotes, you got to deal with Colorado. Those are the two teams we like in the West. As for the other as for the other games, I was going to get your opinion. We'll talk about this on the other side too. Vancouver might be a, lo- a live dog against St. Louis. They're an improving hockey club. George and I will break down the baseball, hockey, and Kevin Walsh to talk NBA and MLB after a short break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome welcome back to Game Time Decisions. I'm the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz and our guest, our buddy, Mr. Yankee hmm. himself, the 
Yankees win. And George, too. I forgot both of you. Both of you guys. It's like two Yankees versus Cam Day here. But, uh, Kev, how you doing, buddy? Kevin Walsh from The Grid joins us. And uh, we will talk a little bit basketball. Kev, and uh, how you doing, buddy? How are things? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm excited to, to crack into this slate. I think we've got some intriguing matchups tonight uh, over in the NBA. The baseball card uh, packed as usual. Uh, but, you know, some interesting games even got us started here in the NBA. The Mavericks went up against the Jazz without Luka and Kristaps. Yep. They get the win. They're live for the sixth seed now. I got to tell you something, Kev. Sometimes we always get surprises and um, we talk about the eye test and I've told Marenzi a couple times, like I liked what I saw from Portland before this thing all uh, started, sorry, Phoenix, before this thing all started with the Suns. And I don't know, like I knew they were going to be better and like, Mm -hmm. but the effort they put in to go undefeated right now, I get it. Stars are missing, but when you look at this team, they seem to be kind of growing in front of us right now. Credit is credit. I don't care if certain stars miss time or whatever. You got to go out and play the games that you're supposed to win, and you got to grind. And these guys are 6-0 and in the bubble. They've been fantastic. Like, kudos to the Suns, man. Yeah, look, I mean, stars maybe were missing against Miami Thunder today, but they beat the Clippers straight up. They beat the Pacers straight yep. up. They beat the Mavericks straight up. This team has handled business, and they got a scare today. Classic letdown spot against the Thunder. They were down 14 points at the end of the first quarter. They gave up 37 to Darius Baisley and go. And they proceeded to win that game by 27 points. They turned it on. This team looks fantastic. Yeah, they, uh, they absolutely do, and uh, that's, a, that's a scary thing. And we've been known about the NBA. It's usually the top-heavy teams that do well, Kev. i got to give my boy Marenzi credit. It is officially his birthday. I know we call it like the birthday weekend wow. for the Big 5-0, and I remember when he had oral surgery – he went and did the show like, like with a big piece of gauze in his mouth. And, you know, he will never miss a show unless he's down at Alcatraz in San Francisco. But uh, Giannis, Kev, he's got oral issues. Uh, is this guy just uh, he couldn't wait for uh, to, to take care of his teeth because he's dealing with the Raptors? What the heck's going on here? Anyway, Bucks are still laying six and uh, the total steamed up to 227 on FanDuel. Yeah, this is a so this is basically an exhibition game. There's no other way to put it. We're bait, like, if you're betting on this game, you're betting on a preseason game. Because not only is Giannis out, as you mentioned, with a toothache, but so is Kyle Lowry, so is Fred Van Vliet, so is Serge Ibaka. In fact, I've got the Raptors starting lineup here. Terrence Davis, Normal, Norman Powell, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and Martin Gasol. I mean, they are missing key players from this Raptors group. Obviously, Giannis is missing here. So to say I have a strong lean in either direction – when you consider the guys that are missing, it would be hard to say that. The only thing you might say, Cam and George, is that the total of 228 and a half, excuse me, that keeps getting bet up, well, that's a lot of offensive talent that's missing. Maybe take the under. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to gauge sometimes too, though, Kev and George, these backup players, once they get in games, you know what happens, right? You're playing for time. You're playing for jobs. Like, look at a lot of the guys on the Raptors, like OG and these other guys. Like, they get their time. They're using their time. So, it's a little bit scary, Kev, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I I think you might be onto something, but I'm just – I think the whole game is just scary without the stars in the game. And, Kev, before we get into baseball, any opinion? Uh, later on tonight, we got uh, Miami minus four and a half against the Pacers, total 222. That should be interesting. Butler and Warren, 
Yeah, you love wrestling, Kev. It's it's not Wednesday night with Jericho, but we could get in the cage. We could see some uh, foreign objects, Abdullah the Butcher style, some blood. These guys don't like each other. That should be fun. And we know actually the Heat can play a little bit of defense, and the Pacers have been chucking. And your Los Angeles Lakers, Kev, yeah. lane five against the Nuggets, the old Denver Nuggets. What do we do with these games tonight? And uh, I know the Lakers have been a disappointment. Uh, uh, is there anything, any edges or angles that you like in these uh, two games on the NBA board? Yeah, I actually do like both these games quite a bit here. So the Heat are laying four and a half. Last I saw, TJ Warren was still questionable, and maybe this line jumping up from about the two points that it sat at suggests that TJ Warren maybe will be missing this game. If that's the case, then the Heat will completely run over this team. Though I expect TJ Warren to play, as you're talking about, you know, the Wednesday night wars, you know, TJ Warren versus Jimmy Butler was something that popped up over the course of the regular season. Uh, I think there's a reason why Jimmy Butler was missing games. He wanted this game. Good note for you guys as well. So these teams are playing here in game number six. They're also playing in game number eight. And with the Sixers injury news, they're probably going to be playing in the first round. So this is going to be an interesting process to see how much these teams want to push forward. But I think maybe the pullback will be in game eight as opposed to here. I like the Heat laying the four and a half. And as far as Lakers Nuggets go, look, it's a dangerous spot. And I know the Lakers have not given a lot of people to be confident in them with the way that they've been playing. Uh, but I think this is a game that they're going to want to go after. I think that this is going to be a game here where the LA Lakers take advantage of a Nuggets team that I still think it's a poor matchup for Denver. They don't have the athleticism, the verticality to contend with your Anthony Davises, your JaVale McGee's, your Dwight Howard's. LeBron really woke up in that game against the Pacers despite the loss. I'm going to lay the five with the Lakers tonight. Well, guys, we have breaking news uh, before we get into everything. Uh, can you believe, Kev, right in your backyard, man. we're actually watching the the NHL vacuum lottery. I was looking at, can the guy press the button and when you see your logo, I was like, what's going up the shaft here? Anyway, the New York Rangers yeah. have won the NHL draft lottery oh, and wow. get the first overall pick. That will be uh, Alexis Lafreniere from Ramouski in Quebec, probably, because the Rangers... What can you say, guys? I got to ask you guys, being George, you on the island who absolutely hates the Rangers as an Islander fan. Mm-hmm. Kevin, his dad, his dad's a Philadelphia Flyer fan, so he probably hates the Broadway blue shirts. But with Kako and all these other guys, that's bad news. The Rangers are some, starting to build something here, George, very quickly. That's scary with another uh, piece of talent like this kid. Yeah, they pretty much win the lottery last year, too, with Kako. It only got them up to number yeah. two, not to number one. But today they get the number one. They win the lottery. I guess, listen. At least they, the NHL sort of got it right. The NHL were a team that were, probably weren't going to make the playoffs when the pandemic stopped, uh, stopped hockey. So I can live with it there. But I'm watching it. I'm watching all the ping pong balls. And, you know, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, the, the Rangers win this thing. I, it really should. I was hoping for Minnesota or Nashville. Couldn't even live in Florida. You know, the teams that aren't, uh, aren't, aren't really on their way. They have other issues here. Rangers have a good team. Granted, they need defensive help more than offensive help. But as an Islander fan, I hate this. I think it's going to put this is going to put the, the Rangers on the fast track here. They got good goaltending. They got an offense now. They just have to concentrate on defense. And when I say concentrate on it, they have good defensemen. They just need experience and time to really uh, nurture and develop here. Rangers could be a team to uh, to deal with again in the very near future here. Bryce Harper, by the way, three run home run puts Philadelphia I on saw the, that. the bottom of the first. 
was a long, I was leaning. Long, I was leaning Philadelphia. Run. We may be able to talk a little bit, Georgia, after the update and stuff, some in-game live action. I know most of the baseball games go off at 7.05, 7.10 uh, tonight, Kev. Uh, anything? Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm As a Leaf fan, I'm looking at the board. They didn't even have a pick. These guys suck, Georgia. Like, these guys, they could have won the lottery. And I'm looking. It says 14 or 15. You see, like, a Penguins logo. I'm like, oh, the what Leafs a train wreck. They had a pick, but they, uh, they traded it. They traded the Carolina. Yes. Carolina would take Patrick <laughs> If, it, if they would have got the number one, it would have been the least pick. Uh, that pick was protected. But uh, now Carolina gets that pick. But uh, oh, man, me, and a, me and a keg of beer and a talking monkey to run this team. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm Why so is it always the same teams that win the lottery? Exactly. Yes. The Rangers have been very successful. Like, I, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I don't even understand. Rangers, Edmonton wins it all the time. Oh, yeah. No, if Edmonton would have won, I would have, like, punched my hole through. Like, I need this computer. I would have broke something mm. in the house. That would have been very, very annoying, Kev. But, yeah, uh, anything else, uh, George and, and Kev, we'll get to your points uh, in the New York area, too. What do you guys think about the news of Stroman uh, opting out? And they say it's oh, not man. the injury, but it's more about the COVID-19 situation. Kev, your take, and then I'll, I'll throw to our boy, George. Uh, bad news for the Mets that Walk is already out, Syndergaard's out. It's a problem. We've got about a minute yeah, before the break. I mean, we'll talk about it on the other side, too. Look, the, the, the Mets are just – I said this before the year, and I felt bad saying it, but Mets fans, real Mets fans, knew it was true. If you thought that anything was going to happen in, other than, in this 60-game season other than them breaking their hearts, especially if they're actually going to sell this offseason, you are out of your mind. And what have we had thus far? More heartbreaking losses in a 16-game stretch than I could have ever imagined. Yoannis Cespedes went AWOL, and now Marcus Stroman gone. By the way, Syndergaard's not there. Steven Matz is scared of his shadow. Just <laughs> At least they won two in a row against the Marlins. <laughs> Steven Yay. Matz is scared He's scared of his shadow. Holy yeah. geez, that's a tough, tough talk from a Yankee fan, Kev there, George. Uh, no, it's uh it's an absolute gong He's show with, with the Mets. I feel sorry. Hey, I feel sorry for Mets fans because it's like in hockey, they're like Leaf fans. They just can't win. More after my update with Walsh. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. More postponements in MLB. The Cards, Tigers, August 13, doubleheader postponed. We're talking about this. How are they going to play these games? Bad news for the Mets. Starter Marcus Stroman announced he will opt out of the remainder of 2020. Stroman says he made the decision for family reasons related to COVID-19 and not his physical health. The right, he hasn't pitched this season since carrying a calf muscle in training camp, but he says he is 100% back, but uh, he is not going to play. The Tampa Bay Rays have placed Charlie Morton, their starter on the injured list today, with right shoulder inflammation. NFL news, breaking news, Lamar Miller running back signing a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. It's been reported the Big Ten Conference presidents have voted to cancel the fall football season due to concerns about playing amid the coronavirus pandemic. A formal announcement will be made Tuesday, but a spokesperson did tell Yahoo Sports that a vote has actually not taken place. This decision will make the Big Ten the first Power Five conference to opt out after staging a campaign. Big Ten Commission Kevin Warren prefers to play a spring football season. Star quarterbacks Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields led a social media campaign Sunday that saw athletes they want to 
form a union and implement a return to action protocol. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, President Trump, all these guys want them to play. And Alabama coach Nick Saban chimed in today saying players safer on campuses in Alabama instead of running around at home. The MAC, the first SBS conference to postpone its fall athletic season. Basketball breaking news. Now the 76ers, Ben Simmons, expected to miss the remainder of the season. The NBA will hold their upcoming draft virtually. 14 teams will participate in the lottery and it is scheduled for August the 20th NBA scoreboard. Phoenix moves to 6-0 in the bubble. They defeat Oklahoma City 128-101. The final Booker, 35 points. He's on fire. Dallas, they beat Utah 122-114. Next up, at about five, six minutes, we got the tip. Toronto and Milwaukee, the Greek freak out. Oral surgery. This one, uh, Bucks laying six. Total 227 on FanDuel. Orlando Magic wingman Terrence Ross leaving D Disney's campus. He's going to get medical treatment outside the bubble. The team says it's not COVID-19 related. Big man Montrez Harrell of the LA Clippers returning to the Orlando campus today. In the NFL, Washington football coach Ron Rivera said releasing Darius Geis was a difficult one, but they had to do it for the best of the organization. The team cutting Geis after his arrest on Friday. He's charged with multiple domestic counts, including strangulation, which is a felony. The NHL's bubble remains ineffective. Second consecutive week no positive tests the hockey hall of fame has postponed its induction ceremony and the nhl's draft lottery as we just mentioned the new york rangers just seconds ago won the draft lottery and the panthers and gm dale talon have parted ways after losing to the islanders in the first round i'm cam stewart that's your sports grid news and betting update now back to myself george kurtz and kevin walsh on the grid so kev yeah back to myself Thank you, Yang. So what are we going to do? Uh, what are we going to do with this uh, game tonight, Kev? Are we degenerates and going to throw it on the Raptors or what? Are you just gonna, are you just going to let this one go? I'm, I'm sorry. I think that's just so funny that you still are doing the update. Um, that just me up for something. I'm sorry. That really – back to myself, George and Walsh. I just think that's so great. Uh, what an awesome job by you. You know what, though? Thank Listen, you. if we're going to play – if we're going to play in this game, I think the live options will be there. Here's what you do, though, okay? I think you take the Bucks on the first quarter spread lane, just a point and a half. Minus 118 is the juice. They stay, they're they putting out a better starting lineup than Toronto, and they should, they should care more than the Raptors because they've been playing terrible. The Raptors are fine. Now, again, both of these teams have nothing to play for, absolutely nothing. They're not only locked into their seeds, but they already know who their opponents are. Like, they should both be thinking about the next round. But if you had to play this game, if you guys really want the action, you take the Bucks on the first quarter spread and go from there. No, okay, yeah, it's hard for me to bet against the Raptors, but that's the thing. When you don't have the Greek freak and that line is still six, they obviously know something. The Raptors, mm -hmm. they've are, they're they're clinched, they're locked in. The Bucks, I think, are going to probably play more, and it's kind of bigger for them. There's a lot of people are talking right now. You know, the Raptors can beat you. Uh, the Bucks, like they're they're one of those teams that I think people are starting to question, even though they are one of the favorites. And Kev, before we get to some baseball picks with you, um, Simmons in Philadelphia, this team's a train wreck. Um, they talk about it. We talked about them at home. They were winning at home. They couldn't win on the road. The Flyers. Differently now, because in the bubble, they've been good, but it's like a Philadelphia thing. These teams absolutely crushing it on home, on home ice, on home court. Then you go into this thing. There's a problem with this team. Simmons is out. Uh, what's your take? I'm not sure with Embiid and Tobias Harris and the rest of this cast, like they're going to get their butts kicked, aren't they? This, this is a team, I, they don't really have too much heart to begin with. This is uh, so, bad news with Simmons. 
That's the problem. See, I like the talent that both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid offer. I think both of those guys are, uh, you know, within the top 20 players in the NBA. They're both going to have a chance at making all NBA teams this year. But the most fight we've seen them put forward in the bubble this entire time was the third quarter against the Blazers with neither one of those two guys on the court. They're going to have some serious questions to answer this offseason about whether they're going to trade one, I don't know, maybe both, and maybe get rid of Brett Brown. There's a lot this team is going to have to figure out. The only saving grace is they are very likely going to see the Celtics in round one, and that is the one team that Embiid should be able to – like they should have no answer. Boston has no answer for Joel Embiid, but I still don't know if that series goes any further than five or six games. Yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in Philadelphia, George. Um, with the Big Ten news today, I was talking uh, with Scotty Farrell on Coast to Coast. It's not official, but they're talking about it tomorrow, guys. This college football thing in the Big Ten, like I thought, actually the first co- Big Five would be the Pac-12 to tap out because they've had a lot of players coming out earlier, but they say it's not official. Um, Coach Harbaugh of Michigan wants these guys to play. Uh, President Trump chimed in. Uh, Nick Saban chimed in today from the SEC. Like, kids will be safer on the campuses. Harbaugh actually did his due diligence. He showed numbers and scientific data. But what do you guys think? Do you think this thing is official tomorrow? Because one report says it's there, and these guys are going to vote against it. And there's a report from Yahoo saying, uh, not so fast. Uh, We're not there yet. And we know money talks, right, George? Yeah, you are hearing conflicting reports. Uh, I think what we're also hearing now is that there are students who are being reported to have had heart conditions or heart problems mm-hmm. due to COVID now. So I think now Mike Blue has been all over Twitter today, my, uh, my, my cohort on Football Full Circle, reporting this is when it gets real now because now the university presidents, the college presidents, have to worry about liability. That if you make these kids play, something happens, guess who the blame's going to flow on? Guess who the lawsuits are coming after? So now this might change their mind. Were they really all gung-ho towards playing? Now, uh, I don't think they have a choice here, guys. I, I've been pretty much on this the entire time. It's different college than pro. Right? Pro, hey, you're getting paid. You know the risks. Technically, there's no one to advise these college kids of anything. Right? They can't have an agent. That would uh, rule them ineligible. You don't know how uh, are their parents really aware. They give them the good advice. They just want the money later on in life here. The college is going to tell them what's best for the college. Really not for them, theoretically, anyway. So I, I want to know who's looking out for these kids. I truly do. I don't know why a superstar, Trevor Lawrence, Fields, guys who know they're going in the top five next year, why would you play this year? Why would you do it? Why would you take a chance you get COVID or another injury, by the way? It is football. And then your draft stock falls. So many players are be missing time this year anyway because other conferences aren't playing. That it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to throw a draft, the NFL draft apart anyway next year. So uh, I think, you know, Mike Blewett and I have a joke that we shouldn't call our show uh, Football Full Circle. We should call it Surrounded, going down the drain, right? And that's what's happening here. I think it's slowly but surely college football has very little chance. I don't think they're going to have a choice in the end. Yeah, my drains are clogged, but I've got to get some Drano. <laughs> I'm, having a lot of pro- I'm having a lot of problems. Yeah, Roto-Rooter, that's what I should be sponsored by. But, Kev, uh, what's, it's interesting. That's how much I think that's how much Lawrence absolutely loves the game. And it's, I think it's a little bit different for him, George, because he's a national contender. With Clemson, but you've seen kid the kid first round draft picks out of Virginia Tech, Pitt, a couple other schools. All these guys have backed away and said, "Listen, man, I'm not playing. I'm going in the first round or at worst second round of the NFL draft." Right, Kev? Like, how is how is football going to do this with with the schedule, the traveling, and all these other things? Yeah. And Gabe and I talked about the you know we laughed. Uh, it was a great idea. He actually, came up with like the Hawaiian bubble, and you know it was very interesting to me. I hope football is watching, Kev, because. 
Hockey for a second straight week, nothing. Like these guys are all healthy, not one positive mm -hmm. test. And the NBA bubble's been fantastic, but you know yeah. the NFL. There's no bubble. These guys are going to be traveling around. So how do they deal with it, in your opinion? I just think that there, there are two things that people need to really look in the mirror when it comes to this situation here, right? So first of all, the fact that now people actually care what these players want, right, is one of the better hypocrisies you will ever see because they've always should have probably been able to make money. And they're like, no, 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 no. And now they go, they tweet, we want to play. And they're like, yeah, 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 listen to them, listen to yeah. them. And the other <laughs> exactly. thing, too, that, again, like, but this is why there's a lot that has to be sorted out here, right? Like, the Hawaiian bubble sounds great. They're still students. Like, are we done with school? I mean, I know for a lot of people the idea, right, it's like, oh, it's a farce, they don't go to class, whatever. And, and you know, and you never know how much of that is or isn't true, right? But, like, th this is why I think there is so much that they have to sort out. The idea that athletes are going to be playing by different rules than the other kid in biology class is not really acceptable. Maybe it is. And maybe I'm, you know, at the end of the day, money rules the world, right? So they're going to have to make the calls that they need to make here. But I think there's a lot that needs to be sorted out. I don't know how you could justifiably say, oh, yeah, we could put the athletes on campus, but you can't put the other kids on campus. I, I just... There's so much that they have to figure out. And now you're looking at, you know, power five players looking to somewhat unionize here. I think a lot of these conferences have to probably be worried a bit and they might rather shut it down than these groups all come together. Yeah. And the thing is, the way I look at it, I know, I know people don't want to have patience, but in spring, if it's better and we can organize it properly, like I'm not going to freak out about that. I think it could actually work, but you just don't want to do something stupid that's going to risk it. I'm with you though, George. Like I know like there, and I respect the kid's passion for the game and actually wanting to play and win a national championship. But unlike Trevor Lawrence and Fields that actually, you know, have, have that opportunity, a lot of these kids on, on outside the top 25, they're making that decision. You know what? I'm going to opt out. I'm just going to work out, and uh, hopefully I'll still be uh, drafted in, in the first round here, Kev. So what do you think about uh, tonight's baseball board, Walsh, while we got you here? Anything that jumps out right now? The Phillies are playing the Braves live total. We got Philadelphia 3-1 to one right now, minus 480 for the Phillies. Nolan Newcomb uh, live total up to 11 there. Next game off on the board. We got the White Sox and Tigers. Seems like a short price for the White Sox, a buck 38 on the road, mm -hmm. Keuchel and Fulmer. And uh, the Mets... Who'd you say? What'd you say, Kevin? Steven Matz is a what? What'd you call him? <laughs> he's scared of what'd his you call shadow. Matz? He's a groundhog. Yeah, he's, he's a scared of his shadow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's scared of his shadow. So, well, the, the, the shadow's pitching tonight versus Corbin, and the Nationals are minus 126, Mets plus 108, eight and a half. Anything coming up or that you love on the baseball board tonight? And George and I will be with you uh, from 7 to 8, and Walsh will take uh, you're, you're in game live 8 to 10 tonight, Kev, so you'll be right. right in the full swing of things. So any games that you're betting before waiting and taking the in-game live approach anything that you want to click now yeah i think the the white Sox price that you mentioned uh is workable dallas keichel's been pretty good and this isn't a spot where i'll get scared off the line because look the tigers are good like they're eight and five like they've been playing good baseball but i like the white Sox. i think in this spot i think they can get the job done i'm looking at the total a little bit in nationals mets as well i think eight and a half might be a little bit low we could see uh, I think both of these guys could be hit up. I have a feeling that Pete Alonso hits uh, a home run night. And I'll just throw uh, one more to you guys as well. Uh, Padres, Dodgers, these teams met last weekend for a three-game set. The totals just feel very low for what are very, very good offenses. And in that three-game set, the over was 2-1. and one, So if you bet at each game, you made out good. I'm going to give it a shot as well for this uh, next three-game set between these two teams over 8.5.
Interesting. Hey, George, I uh, did I warn you, George, about remember Joe Galena's fish market, uh, the smelter? <laughs> I didn't go very well, right? Was the smelter Thanks for off? Thanks me there, uh, Cam. Okay, the whole Minnesota Royal Series didn't go very well. Oh, my no, yeah, that's right. See, this is the thing. This is the thing when we talk about people. Like, I know sometimes, like, with, with these dogs and these crazy things, how the heck, I don't care if it's COVID world or Armageddon, the Orioles sweep the Rays. The Royals sweep the Twins. <laughs> you yeah. know, we got the Rays in the season. It's like, you know, I'll just jump up the roof for you, uh, Cam. You don't think Kevin and I have enough uh, condolences on the weekend going over this? Yeah. Every Sunday, we be bet this, right? Opening How weekend, many? Reds, Tigers. Oh, Tigers sweep the Reds. They beat Castillo yeah. twice. Oh, yeah, that should happen. Last weekend, Rays, Royals. Rays sweep, uh, Royals sweep yeah. the Rays. Yeah, that should happen. This weekend, it's the Royals over the Twins. But thanks, Cam. I had just gotten over that, buddy. And uh, now I'm going to go at 8.05. As soon as the show's over, I'm going up to my roof and right off it. Head first to the grass. Not before. Hey, hey, tell your family to at least save you some Popeye's chicken and lovely sides before you decide to do something stupid like that. Come on, George. The family went and got you chicken, right? So enjoy. Oh, I hope, I hope they got you some. I yeah, yeah some George chicken. is getting Popeye's. He's doing a lot better than that. Hey, Walsh, I love you, buddy. It's Kevin Walsh. You guys tune in Thanks, to him guys. 8 to 10 o'clock tonight. More picks, and I'll join him for golf on Wednesdays in the morning. Thanks a lot, Kev. Talk to you soon, buddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back, everybody. Game time decision. I'm Cam Stewart alongside George Kurtz. Just had Kevin Walsh on breaking it down today. Likes the first quarter. Uh, Bucks in the first quarter against the Raptors. That game just tipping off right now for all you NBA betters out there. And we got a baseball game on the go there, George. I, I didn't expect this these type of runs. I know Newcomb can sometimes give up the long ball, but he throws smoke. And, and Nola, 4-1. to one. We're only in the second inning right now. I don't know what's going on. These teams are raking. And we talked about the live total at 11. It's 13 right now. I almost want to take an under, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, uh, that's a very, very high total. But the way these teams are raking right now, it's hard to take the under. You, you know, know it's hard. Okay, I believe in the series over the weekend, once again, with, uh, with Kevin on in game live, you know, uh, I'll do a little uh, self promotion there on Saturdays and Sundays yes. from 1 to 4. Uh, yes. I, uh, I did the over. Atlanta and Philadelphia. I didn't do it yesterday because I got burned Friday and Saturday. The over didn't come in. So yesterday I left it alone, which is a good thing because the Phillies only had eight eight hits of a doubleheader yesterday. So there's no way I was taking it today. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not all that surprised the Phillies are hitting Newcomb. Ooh, Harper just got hit almost in the head. Uh, really? I think, it was an off, I think it was an off-speed pitch. It wasn't intentional, but he did hit a home run in his first at bat, and it was a long home run at that. It looks like he got hit in the hand. He got his hands up there to block, and he should be okay. But... Uh, so I didn't take it yesterday. Like I said, the Phillies only had eight hits of a doubleheader. They came out smashing today. Harper, a long three-run home run, probably about 450, I would say. And then Roman Quinn with a shot. A smaller home run down the line just happened here. Travis Dayarnot had the only uh, the only run for Atlanta. That was also a home run for Travis. And the Phillies right now, listen, they're going to get more. It's bases loaded, one out now, I believe, for Real Muto. So uh, they're threatening to get even more runs this inning. They're, they're just trying to pile it up here. Yeah, if you're playing uh, <clears throat> DFS, 
on FanDuel there. You want to have a Philadelphia Philly stack there, George. But let's get into let's get into the hockey because we're we're in the playoffs right now. We got prices, George. And for people that don't know, these guys aren't screwing around. There's no two day off, whatever. They're getting right back at it with multiple games tomorrow. So we can break these lines down and we can talk about this stuff too on in game live. We'll get you through all the live baseball, but uh, <clears throat> we'll start things off in the East, George. Uh, New York Islanders and Washington Capitals should be a great series. Um, the people of FanDuel understand uh, the Barry Trotz angle. He used to coach uh, the Washington Capitals. They're laying 144 in the series. Seems like a very short price. The Islanders plus 118. Islanders taking care of business against the, the Pussycats being the Panthers in Washington. You know, they're just kind of going through the motions in those seeding games, George. But does that not seem to you very, very low at minus 144 in that price? Well, there's a lot of history between these two teams, not just between Trotz, right? Trotz is the coach of both here, and uh, Trotz is the definition, by the way, of a coach makes a difference. Right? You think about it, when Trotz came to the Islanders, the Islanders had a terrible defense. It was awful. The next season under Trotz, it's the same defense, same players. They're one of the best. I mean, it's, it's a system he plays there, and they, they bought into it. Trotz has that kind of power because people – it's Barry Trotz. He has respectability. You know, uh, you, you know what he's done in the past here. Uh, these two teams don't like each other, uh, mainly because of Tom Wilson, a guy on the cap. He's the guy you, you love to have on your team, but you hate yep. playing against him. He does some things that are quasi-dirty. You know, he's ticked some people off here. Yep. Uh, so it is fair. Like, uh, there'll be some fisticuffs there, too. I'm sure. He's tough, he's but, dirty, but he can, the but he can fight and score. The problem, uh, the honest problem with him is that he doesn't fight the big guys. Yeah. yeah, when the Islanders heavyweights have gone at him, he's declined. He'll fight the, the middleweights, but not the heavyweights, because the Islanders have tried to go. They, the Islanders want blood from him. So the Islanders have to be smart about that and let that go for this series. I think these two teams are, I mean, you can make an argument. We, we all know the Capitals' offense is better than the Islanders' offense. All right? and there's, there's no arguing that. The Capitals can roll yeah. two, three lines. You got you got AO, who may be my favorite player in the NHL. Never met a puck he doesn't like to shoot. But John Carlson didn't play in the round robin. All right, he's banged up. You can't tell me he's 100% going into tomorrow. And if you look at the rest of that defense, that's iffy questionable. And the Islanders, listen, I know it's the Panthers, not the same team, but the Islanders dominated Florida. They really should have swept that series. And, and Net Hopi, he's had his issues as well. He's not the same goaltender since, since Trotz left, which, once again, defensive system. He's shown some holes here. I think the series is closer than people give it credit for. That being said, I still think Washington wins. But I think the seven-game series, I think it's going to be very much bang-bang See what happens here. And a lot of close games. Maybe a blowout here or there. I'll go Capitals in seven here. But uh, I wouldn't bet it. Most of this betting here will be more in-game for me than anything else. Yeah, I agree with a lot of things that you're saying. I just, I think Barry Trotz really knows how to. Are you hearing that hissing in the background, George? Is that just me? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's, I, I feel like there's a snake crawling no, up, no my, up my shirt. Please, please. If there's there's a snake, no, there are no house, Diamondbacks I got, here. I, I, I got a big problem here. But anyway, I'm going to look around. Hopefully there's not a snake. Uh, I like uh, the Islanders in, in seven. Oh, I think there's explosion. Yeah. Thanks, George. Yeah, go, go check the oven. <laughs> yeah, bring, up, bring up the twins again, Cam. Bring up the twins again. Uh, yes. I dare hey, Smeltzer. Hey, Smeltzer. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe Galina. What's up with the fish? How's oh, your Smeltzers? God. Anyway, uh, I like the Islanders in seven. I think Barry Trotz will have a game plan. Uh, Ov won that cup. I'm not sure if he's if we're really going to have the same. Like obviously, there's intensity, but I just look at Washington as hungry as they as the Islanders are. I really think the Islanders are a very very dangerous team. I think they can shut these guys down, and I like them in seven. George, I think it's going to be a classic series, and I don't think the Islanders get respect, and I think the book 
well, the book is giving them respect. I'm just saying I could see a lot of people clicking Washington at under 45 cents at a buck for 44. Next series, Philadelphia and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Philadelphia is a big, big favorite here. Um, Montreal disrespected a little bit. Philadelphia minus 240. Uh, Montreal plus 192. I like Philadelphia, but that's a big, big price to be laying. And you know Montreal can win with Carey Price. You know, the Philadelphia Flyers might be the one team of the eight that had the buys that took the round robin seriously. And yes, they, they, did. they were playing like they wanted to win. They wanted the number one seed. I don't think Boston cared. I don't think Washington cared. They slept through it too. The out west, eh, it was blah. Never all that great hockey there. Dallas didn't seem to be all that interested in it. St. Louis, same thing here. But the Flyers took it seriously. And I think this will pay off for them. Hey, not only did they face, oh, look at Gregorius, a grand slam. Ooh, it is, uh, we should have taken that over, slam. baby. Oh, nine, my, was it nine one. to one? <laughs> nine <laughs> one. We're in the second <sighs> inning. <laughs> uh. Are you kidding me? It's nine one in the second inning. Oh, God help us. I wish we had the over. Remember at one time so, yeah, when anyway. we George, we were sitting there? Holy jeez, man. Don't, don't, uh, please, please don't, don't play with me, okay? The one time I don't take the under. Uh, I, right. I, I know, I know. I didn't bet it. It's not like I didn't, I, not like I took the under. I'm okay. I didn't touch this game, so I'm not going to be angry. Not going to be angry. Well, I'm not, not mad, George. I, I, I won't crack those bad smelter jokes or whatever. Trust me, I wish I was on it too. <laughs> like, I, I was actually looking at Philadelphia, but I got sidetracked. I got too many things to do uh, to bet the game. But I think Philadelphia, if, if you can parlay series prices, don't you think they beat Montreal? I just don't think the games are going to be blowouts. I, but I like the Flyers. I like the Flyers. I like the Flyers a lot. Yeah, that's what I, basically what I'm going to do. Basically what I'm going to do in this series here is if I can find teams right now, I will parlay the teams. And I got to give Philadelphia a lot of credit. People were talking, you know, and I was worried. I'm like, wow, these guys are the hottest team. They're, it's in the pandemic. What are they going to do? They have veteran players. Carter Hart, their goaltender, is absolutely on fire. But they got, you know, Couturier is such an underrated player, in my opinion, one of the best. Claude Giroux, he's motivated. They're tough. That's one thing about Philadelphia, too. They're very, very tough on the back end. They have some guys that aren't afraid to mix it up. Sanheim can be an offensive guy. The goaltending, as I mentioned, with Hart is fantastic. And they have other guys on their team, too, that have been stepping it up. So Philadelphia is a scary team. Montreal was good. But I'm not sure if Montreal has the firepower to, to stick around with these guys. So, hey, I know people are talking Flyers Stanley Cup. I'm not going to go that far. I think they're a very, very, very talented team. But uh, I just I just think Montreal, it was a nice win, a very solid win. But I don't think they can beat the Flyers. I just don't want to lay 240, George, because I think some of these games are going to be tight because of Carey Price. Got another home run for Philadelphia, by the way. Wow. Gene Segura. Uh, to right field, it's now a, a ten to one. What a so Newcomb's obviously out of the. He's he's been the guy. How were they on the third pitcher or who, who's they're who's pitching? Second, they've uh, right now yeah. it's Erlin. He's back in. That's it's going to be garbage time now. Uh, this game's uh, toast. Uh, other than in-game <laughs> live betting, it, I think the whole, everything else is done. Anyway, as far as Montreal, I don't know what you thought in the first round though. You know, I thought Montreal in order to be Pittsburgh, it would have to be all be Carey Price. He had to be a brick wall. I thought he played well. But I don't want to discount the Canadians. They did play a decent series against the uh, they did against the Penguins. I, I think the Penguins it took them a little while to get things rolling and too long in the end. And Malkin pretty much didn't do much there. Listen, like you, I think the Flyers are the better team here. I don't think they're great by any means. I like their offense. Their defense is solid, better than it has been in really a couple of years. Hart gives them finally a legitimate goaltender. 
I'll give them that. But I don't think they're – if they have a, a tougher draw, which they – theoretically they would next round. Maybe they play Tampa Bay. Uh, it would be a much tougher series here. Give me, the, uh, give me the Flyers. I'm sorry. The Flyers in six. Yeah, I like the Flyers in five or six. I'm actually going to say five. I just think the games are going to be tight. Next up, we got Tampa Bay and Columbus. Uh, This is a big one, George. Tampa Bay is laying minus 225, Columbus plus 180. Uh, The Lightning are a good team, and the difference between them and the Leafs is Tampa Bay is a lot tougher. They're grittier. Um, they have a better defense. They have a better goaltending. But it's all—it's a revenge spot for these guys. As for Columbus, you can't count them out, though. I think plus 180 is a big, big price. And I'm not just going to blindly put Tampa Bay in parlays. John Tortorella has a system with this team. He always picked the right goaltender. He knew when to go with Elvis. They knew he put back in Corpusalo. Their defense was set. Jones and Wierenski are two of the best guys in the league. Uh, their forwards, I know Cam Atkinson's a little bit beat up, but... Pierre-Luc Dubois has been good. Like their, their whole team is solid, George. I like the Lightning, but 225 is a big price delay, and that line tells me not a lot of people think Columbus can beat these guys again. Well, first of all, in my mind, he's done a fantastic job of coaching. I mean, you lose Panarin to the Rangers. I know Bobrovsky's been terrible uh, for the Panthers this season, but still, you lost him. You're starting Golden, who played so well last year, yet you still make the playoffs. You defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs, I mean, I think he's done a great job. Truly done a great job. He got lucky yesterday. He didn't really uh, make the right move with Corpus Allo. Merzlikas yep. got hurt. So he had no choice. And Corpus Allo, yep. to his credit, he, I mean, Corpus Allo had to be upset that he wasn't going to start game five. But he uh, comes in, gets the late call, and first pitches a gem. An absolute gem. Shut up. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, it, shut up. Right. Great, a great game here. Still, I mean, I worry about the lightning in this phase. There are two things here. One, do they have that guy on their team to, to get angry? Because they're the better. It's not even close. They're the better team. But do they have the mentality to go, listen, we got a lucky last year. They came back here. Let's go out and kick this team's butt. We're the better team. That fire and brimstone kind of guy. I don't know if they have that. I just don't know if they have that kind of player. They're, they're a skill team. And I don't know if they have that kind of fire and brimstone guy. I think that's what they need here. Someone to really get the blood pumping here. Stamkos, I don't know if he starts. I don't know if he's able to play in this series or maybe halfway through. We don't know. We don't know. They're still tougher. They're still tougher than the Leafs, though. Guys like Chernak and stuff. Like the thing about Tampa Bay is they have sandpaper. The Leafs are soft. The Leafs are soft like butter. Like uh, Tampa Bay has at least an edge. But I do agree with what you're saying. They don't have that one guy who's like a playoff warrior type of guy. Kucherov's a great player, but has he really taken the team on his back to win a series the way Ovechkin can? Or, or, you know, like certain superstars in the league? I don't think that guy who's going to scream and yell and get everyone's attention. Exactly. I mean, that kind exactly. of guy, I think, you, I think every team needs someone like that. Also, Victor Hedman, he's iffy, right? He hurt his ankle uh, what, in game, game two of the round robin. They say he's a yeah. game-time decision. And he's like John Carlson of Washington. Even if he plays, is he ready to play? Is he 100%? Is he 80? Will there be a liability on the ice? I think that hurts as well. That being said, Tampa's the better team. There's no doubt in my mind they're the better team. I want to say five, and I would say five, or Stamkos and Hedman were both healthy. I'll give Columbus another game, Tampa and six. I think I'm, it's going to go seven, but I, I'm not. I'm in no rush to bet that. I, I was looking for a dance partner with Philadelphia, but <clears throat> I'm worried that Columbus could pull off the upset. George, we'll get to the uh, best picks of the day after the break, too. We'll go uh, Bruins Carolina quick, and we'll give you our best baseball bets and stick around at the top of the hour. George and I will break it down on in-game live here on the grid. Mm-hmm. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey guys, welcome back. Final segment of the show. Before we get to the picks, George, quickly, my underdog is the Carolina Hurricanes. I think they get revenge from Boston. They lost heartbreaking games. It looks like a short price for Boston. I'm all in on Carolina. I think they're one of the most dangerous teams, and I've already clicked. Plus 130 is good enough for me. Um, Slight edge to Boston in goaltending. I get it. Other than that, I like Carolina in almost every single area, and I think they're hungry as hell. Well, it's a big edge to Boston in goaltending. Not slight. Come on, Stukarask. That's a big edge. Yeah, I know. That being said, Boston slept walk through the round robin. I don't think they cared. They're banged up. Raven Rask has the, uh, had the broken ring finger. He's got another injury they didn't really tell us about. Uh, Pasternak had the quarantine problems. Marshawn's banged up. I absolutely think the Hurricanes are a live dog. My only issue with the Hurricanes, one-line team. If you can slow down... Svechnikov, A.O. and Taravainen, they're done. They have nothing else after that. Hamilton, does he come back? You know, they're lined up. They, every, every NHL team lies to us about injuries. Can Hamilton play? I am not touching the series. I think Boston's a better team, but I think they're – they may be a dead team right now. They just, they're just not playing well. Carolina is playing well. But I don't feel – I don't feel great about them enough. I have Boston in seven, but if it's Carolina in seven, I am not surprised one little bit. Yes, I'm taking Carolina in seven. So, George, baseball, we'll get to these games in game two, but starting things off with the White Sox, minus 138 against the Tigers, lean to the Rays at minus 136 against Boston. Uh, Tough board. Uh, Minnesota with Dobnik, it seems like a short price maybe to bounce back against the Brewers, minus 102. What do you got for me tonight on the baseball diamond? Well, I think I'm going to need a day off from Minnesota. Okay, so I'm going to pass <laughs> on the Twins. I'll Thank take you your pain. I'm here. on them today. I, I'm on the oh, Twins. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass. I have the over in, uh, I've got the over in Fenway. I'm going to go uh, that direction there. It's the one bet I made early on here. And uh, other than that, I haven't placed anything else yet. I've been pretty pretty quiet day for me. Oh, I got the, the over in uh, the White Sox as well. Detroit's been hitting well. They have been. Detroit's been a really nice sleeper in the league so far. Them and the Marlins have to be the story of baseball so far, like teams that you thought had no chance off to a great start in a shortened season. Stick around, everybody. In-game live with me and George coming up next on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 